Listen up, maggots. We got targets inbound. So lock and load your senses and stand by for imminent contact. If you love beer, you're in the beer army. So grab a frosty brew and get ready. It's time to liberate your senses. It's Beer Army Engaged on Beer Army Radio. Well, welcome to the show. It's Mick Dagger here. And the general. Hope everybody had a good Easter. Yeah, I, I did. We uh, we had a local little Easter egg hunt for the kiddies. They did their thing. It didn't turn out like the one they tried to do, that Pez tried to put on, where the parents attacked and snuck no. in and broke the rules and pushed kids to the ground. No, and nobody got into a fight with an Easter bunny or anything <laughs> like that. So it was pretty humane, so I was very happy about that. But Good. Uh, the missus made a, uh, a great uh, ham and... Uh, Ate way more food than I needed to. She made a brownie pie that was pretty damn good. Did um, you? Uh, did you? After eating the ham, did you break into a Michael Jackson? And be like, <laughs> hammo? No, no, I did not. Nothing like that. But yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you said that's <laughs> so monotonish. Nope, nothing no, like did that. Not. No, but uh, I do want to remind everybody that uh, tonight kicks our first event off of uh, Barry Beer Week. Um, we got the oh, that's, uh, Sierra that's Nevada. Tonight. That is right. Yeah, Sierra Nevada uh, limited uh, release beers. Well, a couple of them are you can't get them anywhere. But if you go to Mills River, and then a couple others are extremely limited. So we're very excited about that. <clears throat> Adam coming all the way out from uh, Mills River to uh, to do that. Oh, nice. And, um, yeah, just looking for a good time. Uh, tomorrow, unfortunately, we canceled our uh, our uh, beer breakfast dinner, and then Friday we have our pub crawl, which we're very very excited about. You can get your passports at any of the participating locations. If you go to beermebeerweek.org, you can see all the locations that are participating, and we do it differently. You get this little passport, and then you got to have a beer at each of those locations, and they'll punch your card. They both have unique punches so you can't like oh i'm gonna do it myself uh, special yeah, hole yeah, punches yeah. like these you know star or moon and i don't know heart shaped and whatever so we can tell <laughs> and then you bring that bad boy to Barry burger company by 11 o'clock uh 2300 for all you military types and then we do a drawing for prizes and stuff and so different participating breweries have given up swag um we have i see you're drinking out of the Barry beer week glass yes sir and uh right now if you go down to Barry burger company for every 25 dollars you spend you get a glass so oh, nice uh, you know, get some, you know, but uh, we'll be giving away some of those. And then, of course, uh, Saturday, we have it, man. We have it. Give them hell day, man. I'm so excited and, for this. Yeah. I got the new sticker here. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be, uh, uh, check the uh, website because you can see how you can get your sticker. You just got to print off a little page. It's like a free ticket or whatever. And you just exchange that for your commemorative sticker. Mm. And uh, we're going to be out there Saturday. Simultaneously, we'll be doing the uh, World Beer Festival, having a silent auction out there, too. So Superman Dave will be uh, uh, helping hold down the fort there while we're doing Give Them Hell. Um, not too far away, I guess, per se. So. It's wild. It's, it's an action-packed day. It is. It a is. lot of stuff, a lot of moving pieces, a lot of things going. Yeah. <laughs> you got to zig and zag at the right times and well, make sure you don't cross the uh, the streams. I'm excited for this Imperial Red Ale. Yeah, no. Oh, I mean, I, I, give him hell. It, I, it, I'm glad it's the second year in a row. It's yep. the collaboration between Beer Army and Double Barley Brewing. And, man, if you can be out there yeah. in Smithfield. Yeah, the event goes, I mean, they're open all day. They go from, like, noon to late at night uh, at, at Double Barley again, and that's out in uh, Smithfield. Uh, but we do our event, Give Them Hell Days, uh, specifically the the event we're saying is 2 to 7. But you can party before, you can party after, but we got August is ours that's going to be playing live music and stuff. So they're pretty much setting up during that, that five-hour block. So, um, But, yeah, you can come before, you can come after. Uh, we definitely like to see you out there. And, uh, yeah, and, and I know you saw the the uh, the new gift that we got. Oh, we're not letting the cat is, out of the bag. but uh, I love that. For Larry man. and Cheryl and company. And, uh, and we just really appreciate their support. And I think they're going to be really stoked when they see it. So It's going to be badass. But all, speaking, the, all the information about beerarmy.org 
click on it, get all the information on what's going on in, in Beer Army's world, give them hell included. Speaking of badass beers, though, uh, this beer from Deep River Brewing Company out of Clayton, North Carolina. So they're just down the road, a little bit farther past Smithville, like you're going towards Raleigh or whatever. And this is their Mango Tango Foxtrot IPA coming in it. at 5.7 ABV. You can get more information about Deep River by going to their website at deepriverbrewing.com. Um, this is one of their rotating beers. They do they do some amazing beers, um, Paul Alclair, and we'll talk about him in a second. But uh, this beer is pouring a goldish, orangish with some haze. I definitely got some floaties because I gave you the first of the can and I, t- <laughs> I took the rest. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it has a, a large uh, off-white this uh, white rocky type head. There's visible carbonation. Uh, there's good lacing. You get the nose of grapefruit, citrus, mangoes, and other tropical fruits. There is some caramel and some spice from the hops. I'm thinking is where maybe I'm picking up some a little bit of that spice on the nose. I'm not yeah. sure. Uh, maybe it's the yeast. I, I, I think it might be the hops though. That pininess. I think it's not really pininess, but just like the spice, almost like a rye type. But I know it's not rye. Um, I'd, I'd have to go with hops on that one. Yeah. Flavor is malt forward with some sweetness that transitions quickly to the fruit and hops, which is assertive. Similar to the nose with citrus and tropical flavors like mango, papaya, and citrus. A good amount of bitterness bring up the rear, but it's not overpowering. Uh, the body and mouthfeel and carbonation are all medium. The finish is a little slick on the back of the tongue, and um, it kind of finishes a little bit semi-dry. Uh, it's a very interesting beer. It has... Um, it has some of the qualities of like of a West Coast IPA, but I would say it's more complex, but not overly bitter like a West Coast IPA. I, you know, I think a lot of people they try to say, "Oh, well, this is not that great of a beer." Well, I think you need to judge it on its own merits and not as an IPA per se. You know what I'm saying? Like if you try to say, you just can't compare this to the style guidelines of an IPA. I think you have to remember, okay, the IPA is the base. And then there's all this other stuff going on on top of it. You know? Right. No, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that because and it, within the IPA category, there's different styles of that. Yeah, there's different so, semi-styles. But I'm saying this takes it even one more step past exactly. that. You know, and so you start throwing fruit and everything else yeah, into the exactly. mix, you are going to change the complexity. Absolutely. So, um, so let's talk about Deep River a little bit. So it was founded by Paul and Lynn Auclair in 2013. They are both engineers by trade that migrated from upstate New York. Uh, the company they were working for was bought up overnight by a larger company, and the the company climate changed significantly to the point where they, you know, Paul was really looking for something else. Now, they were already homebrewing and provided beer for special events like weddings, and college graduations, and you know, and, and the whatnot. And you know, Paul was looking to do something different, like we talked about. So, Johnston County, uh, th- this is their first legal brewery as Johnston County. Uh, when they founded it in 2013, because Johnston County was a, formerly a dry county. It's <laughs> just crazy to even think about I know, that. isn't that crazy, yeah. dude? But local residents brought it to their attention that they weren't that there has been plenty of brewing and distilling going on for some time, so they updated their tagline to read, First Legal Brewery. <laughs> and so they've been using it ever since. And uh, the building they are in is this old cotton warehouse that has, uh, it's about 17,000 square feet on the outskirts of, uh, of Clayton. It's got this great space for events both in and out. And Scott and I stopped by there a couple weeks ago, and we had a chance to um, to shoot the shit with Paul and everything. It, it is a great location. They got enough outdoor space, so you got plenty of parking, some grassy areas. They had a stage that was getting set up because they had an event planned for that night. 
and uh, just really, really cool. They have a 15-barrel, two-vessel brew house. They have a canning line, and then they've shown off the uh, the new centrifuge, which I couldn't believe because those things are so uber expensive. And so instead of using a filter, they use a centrifuge to run the beer through and help separate and drop out yeast sediment and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like a dryer right? or a washing yeah. machine. Yeah, yeah. but it, it spins really, really fast yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Like a lot of times, brew kettles will have a whirlpool to help drop some of the trub out and everything like that. But then this thing, oh, after the beer, before it goes to packaging, they'll centrifuge it. Only imagine the RPMs yeah. on that Oh, thing. dude, yeah. It's crazy. So it, it was beautiful. I mean, it's uh, a beer geek like me. It's just like, ooh, ah, look at all the shit he's got, you know. <laughs> it's like, but don't let it fool you. I mean, they really bust their ass to get where they're at and everything. And they're definitely about do it yourself because of being engineers by trade. You know, I mean, he's the type of guy that's a MacGyver. He'll take a paper clip and brew beer with it somehow. You know what I mean? Um, I need that guy around. I hear that. They also have. Uh, I noticed that they had sixty barrel tanks. And I said, dude, isn't that like a 15-barrel brew? He's like, yeah. He goes, so I was like, so you're doing like quad batching? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, holy shit, man. I don't even know what that means. That means that they had to brew four times. Quad batching. Well, you know, like remember back when we had our brewery, we had a 10-barrel brew house, but we had 30-barrel tanks. So we had to brew three oh, times gotcha. to okay. fill that sucker it's up. It's math. But it's seven, eight hours to do a batch, you know? So that means you're doing, I mean, you want to talk about around-the-clock type operations to fill those bad boys up. So Wow. Um, They strive to use locally grown um, raw materials whenever possible. Some of the beers that I think that you definitely got to try that uh, is more readily available than maybe this, um, since this is more like a um, special, not a one-off, but, uh, well, it's one of the rotating beers, you know, like I guess like a seasonal. Uh, they do this uh, Double D's Watermelon Lager made with local melons, which is really good. It's a wheat-based huh. beer, and it has it has yeah. this watermelon flavor. Um, to me, it's a little bit too much Jolly Rancher-like for me or whatever, but I think on a summer day – well, I like it. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate it. Just like R.J. Rocker's uh, Son of a Peach Wheat, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I can drink a whole six-pack, though, because it's like it's too much. But I think for a lot of people, the Blue Moon crowd and stuff like that, I think would really, really enjoy it. Um, and I do enjoy it. Kind of like 21st Amendments. Yeah, exactly. Okay, exactly. Gotcha. And then they have a 4042, which is their milk stout soaked in cocoa nibs, which mm. is pretty damn good, which mm. I would love to try barrel aged <laughs> or on mm. nitro. Um, and then I love the artwork of their uh, recent beer that they did too, a one-off type. It's called Bitter Unicorn Tears and had this unicorn <laughs> with snorting out rainbows and everything else. And I was just like... I was just laughing my ass off. Just the name alone just made me laugh. I was just like bitter unicorn tears. So that's badass. I'm keeping this can. Keep it, dude. It's all yours. Just man. the logo and this just this branding of this beer is just awesome. I love the little uh, hop bombs. Like you know, they're like bombs with little mouth. You know, like the shark teeth. You know, like the flying tigers. Well, what's badass is they have a radio on here, uh-huh. handheld radio, and it has like a a meter mm-hmm. going up. That you, it just looks like a regular radio. Yeah. You see that? Yeah, yeah. Walkie-talkie. That's style. the IBUs. Yeah, I know. Right there, coming in at what, seventy-five, something like that. Something. And then uh, the ABV is like a volume knob. That's <laughs> 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 part of frequency knob. That's badass. Mango Tango Foxtrot. Mm-hmm. Great IPA. That's from Deep River, right here out of uh, Johnston County, in Clayton. North yeah, Clayton, Carolina. North Carolina, just outside. Uh, if you're looking at a map as a crow flies, you're talking about southeast of Raleigh, basically. Okay. You know, so if you're kind of looking at that. But, I mean, it's just right on the outskirts. So it's between uh, Double Barley, which we frequent a lot, obviously, and Raleigh. It's, it's Clayton's. Clayton's like the next town going towards Raleigh. I need to get up there soon to grab a couple cans of this. Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty good, man. It's I, I like it as it's slightly warmed up and then just kind of 
chewing on it to mm-hmm. use your, with, yeah. and letting it just fall off your tongue and hold it in your mouth. It just has this wonderful full mouth feel and flavor that is just delicious. Well, if you go up there, definitely uh, try that uh, the forty forty two I was talking about, and then definitely try the uh, the watermelon lager. I'd be curious to see what you think. So, wow, <laughs> no, that wow. That's a great beer. Good beer. No, it is good. All the information, again, can be found about Deep River online, beerarmy.org. We'll make sure you have uh, all of it available to you in the show notes here of Beer Army Engaged. So just double-click that logo. If you're on iTunes, you can get the show notes right there as well. However you're taking us in, we really appreciate it. So thank you so much. Don't forget to rate and review. That's how you pass the word of Beer Army Engaged and Beer Army Radio. And make sure you do stick around. We've got an awesome Yikam Tissue coming your way. <laughs> we got... Uh, uh, I guess you would say uh, workout genius, crime fighter yeah. by night, <laughs> workout by day. Yeah, <laughs> I've got a, a whole band quitting on a lead singer. Oh, for you comes to right in the show <laughs> during a show. Uh, other insanity as well. And uh, but we're, we're gonna get before we get to that, we're gonna hit up uh, Heroes Never Die coming up next. Go AWOL with Beer Army Radio. We're online and mobile at beerarmy.org. Every soldier needs quality gear. Get yours at BeerArmy.org. Hats, t-shirts, and more. Show Murphy he can't keep you down and announce to the world that you're in the Beer Army. Go to BeerArmy.org. Do it. Uh, By the way, Murphy's a bitch. It's Beer Army Engaged on Beer Army Radio. Hey, don't forget, Brewburn's coming your way. June 25th, New Bern Riverfront Convention Center. Yeah, and even though that it's still technically March or the end of March, we're getting ready to go in April. June, the end of June will be here before you know it. Just like the expiration date on the discount code expires 10 April. So if you want to get your advance tickets on a discounted rate, you need to get them now before that discount code expires. And how to do that is all on our website. You can either go to brewburn.org or you can go to beerarmy.org and navigate to the event section and get to Brewburn. But, um, yeah, I'm hoping that uh, maybe we can get some new breweries like Third Rock Brewery, which uh, took over our old location uh, out in Trenton. Really excited. Uh, they've been uh, producing and selling beer for just over a week now. I'm hoping we can get their beer on tap at uh, Barry Burger Company. I've uh, tasked House Smile Scott to, uh, you know, go find out. <laughs> go do some uh, stay team recon exercises or whatever, and let's get some friggin' beer from them on there. And um, Yeah, just in- really curious to try their beer. I haven't had anything from them yet. so well, I'm anxious uh, to try it, too. Yeah. And then, of course, we have that uh, music event. We haven't named it yet, but we're figuring, <laughs> we're going to figure something out, whether it's going to be a national act or a local act. I don't know, but uh, that's going to be after Brewburn. They're two separate events, but, you know, it'll be um, later that evening. So we're pretty excited about that. But uh, It's going to be a great time. It always is, man. It always is. Always. Seven years now. I know. It's worth the time go by. It flies by is what yeah. happens. I was in my mid thirties. <laughs> now I'm entering my mid forties. <laughs> We're at midlife. Uh, oh, what's going on? I don't know. What's dude. happening? Like Need a time traveling couch. Something like that. That's right. Oh, by the way, though, right now though, let's dive into the meat and potatoes of it all and celebrate the awesome that somebody's done. Because when everything turns to crap and your situation can change on a dime, you never know who's going to step in the gap. <laughs> Mick, this week, uh, I always find it interesting, you know, we talk about stepping into the gap, what people are willing to do. And I don't know if you've ever been, you've been out drinking, obviously, you've been out having fun. I'm sure you've been out with groups of friends. I don't know if you've ever been in a big city or whatever. I have been at times where you see other people who obviously imbibed a little too much, acting stupid. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, like they want to puff up their chest, like they have their liquid courage in them, they're acting stupid. 
Well, we had a similar situation like that here in L.A., uh, and uh, I guess there was an innocent bystander that decided not to be so innocent and take a little action in his own hands. Give this a listen. You always have these instances where, you know, people will act up or, you know, you see, hear some kind of disturbance, but it never really um, escalates to anything. But on Saturday night, this shirtless man made the riders on a Los Angeles metro train very uneasy. He went after the uh, one guy with the, with the bicycle, literally where the guy had to have the bicycle up as a guard um, when he was punching and, and kind of pushing through the bicycle. Um, you know, there was a few kind of bystanders. The women got kind of knocked over and pushed over. After several minutes of this kind of behavior, Adrian Katzmerich, a fitness professional, felt compelled to intervene. With little trouble, he puts the shirtless man in a headlock, and that causes him to briefly pass out. The video went viral, now viewed millions of times. Katz Merrick is originally from Port Jefferson, Long Island, and now the 32-year-old's being called a Viking, a hero. As I was on top of him, I was just saying, you know, stay down. The help is on the way. Um, just stay down. I'm not going to hurt you. Just stay down. The conductor notified police. A female transit officer arrived first and needed Katz Merrick's help. So she actually handed me the cuffs, and I turned them around and actually handcuffed them myself for a nice little citizen's arrest. <laughs> <laughs> a nice little citizen's arrest. Little citizen's arrest. Yeah, so our hero this week is Adrian Kazmarek, and he comes right up. I mean, you can tell this guy's acting like a retard. I mean, just like an idiot, man. Right. You know, obviously, you know, whatever. And so, like you said, he's, you know, he's getting kind of violent. So he kind of assessed the situation, just puts him in a nice little headlock, and literally... I mean, this bitch doesn't even tap. Well, he can't tap out because he's, you know, he ain't going to let him go anyways. And he passed and, and he rolls him. And he was kind of nice about it. He sits down after he kind of has him. And then he just kind of rolls him down onto the floor. Whatever. This guy is out. Uh-huh. This guy is out. And then as he kind of comes to, he puts his foot on his chest. The guy doesn't look that bad, at f- big at first, you know. But then when you see other shots of him, I mean, even with a, a tailored shirt on, he's got some big arms on him. And, again, he's a fitness instructor. Yeah. So, uh yeah, man. So then he just held him down, and I guess when this transit cop showed up, it ended up being a woman, not to be sexed or whatever, but she's just like, hey, uh, hands on the cuffs, and he flips the dude over. And <laughs> yeah, take the honors, man. Yeah. It's all you, bro. And what I love about it is he's like, yeah, I'm just on top of it. I'm just saying, stay down, stay down. Help is on the way, man. I'm not going to hurt you. Just stay down. Dude, you just choked me the fuck out. You're not going to hurt me. <laughs> the thing, I get, the thing that, that makes me chuckle in this, I mean, it's an awesome story, and good yeah. on him for doing that. Who knows what this guy would have done. This guy was totally out of it. Yeah, just but. a retard, man. But uh, the funniest thing for me in this story is that, you know, people are calling him a hero, a Viking. Where does Viking come from? When I I think of a situation and somebody, you know, protecting other people, Viking isn't what I go to. I'm getting, I'm I'm guessing from this last name, uh, Kazmarek, maybe it's... Norwegian. I don't think. I, don't I think that sounds more uh, Russian to me, yeah. if anything, or Ukrainian or something like that. But who knows, man? I, I, don't, I don't know. know. This sounded, it just seemed really odd in the part of that story. People are referring to him as a hero. Well, she's got to tease it a somehow. nice guy, a Viking. She's got to. She's got to tease it somehow. But yeah, thirty-two-year-old uh, Adrian uh, Kazmarek, uh, originally hailing from Port Jefferson, Long Island, now an LA resident. I um, got. Wow, it's interesting. He's from Port Jeff. I got really drunk in Port Jeff. Well, it's a good thing you weren't and made around a him. total ass of myself. <laughs> well, it's a good thing you. He probably around. should have put me in a <laughs> choked <headlock>. you out. <laughs> yeah. No, the thing that's interesting though is if you go to his Twitter profile, Adrian. Since that time, uh, he's updated to to read. Just a man revolutionary. <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face. <laughs> Just a man revolutionizing the health and fitness industry by day, crime fighter at night. <laughs> 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 oh, crime oh fighter God. at night. 
don't know, man. You ever uh, you ever find yourself in a situation like that? I've got myself in some hairy situations where I wasn't looking to get in any shit, and all of a sudden it kind of found me. You know, no, you know. this this happened. I had a bad transition back from Iraq, and oh, okay. I was up in to meet a girl, and it got drunk, and I wasn't even a month back, and. Next thing I know, I'm drunk and just stupid. Jumped out of a moving vehicle. Oh, jeez. Lucky I didn't kill myself kind of a thing. Yeah, just a really, really bad night. I should have been put in a headlock to prevent everything that happened that night. Yeah. Well, I remember uh, way back in the day down in Wilmington coming out of a bar and some other – and then some of these – I guess locals, I'll call them, were pretty drunk. And there was a couple Marines, and there was four of them and only these two Marines younger – and uh, they're just being assholes to him, like, you know, call him, you know, just picking on him for whatever reason. You know, Wilmington, I guess, you yeah. know, a lot of guys will swoop down there and I guess sometimes they'll cause a ruckus. But these guys were being, were not. And so um, I roll over there with a couple of friends or whatever. And uh, I'm just like, hey, you know, what's the deal, man? And, you know, and I was a lieutenant at the time. You know, so officers <laughs> don't need to get into fights or whatever. But long story short, it got into a little bit of a brawl. Ended up uh, resulting in me taking a baseball bat to the uh, the ribs crack some ribs and then uh, uh as i as i fell to my knees and kind of um belly slung my with my forearm my my ribs which are now really hurting i look up an old boy was getting ready to swing and take my head with the baseball bat until uh a friend of mine came around with a flying superman fist punch man and i just i remember seeing his head just kind of just kind of cocked 90 degrees and just knocked nice. him out and all i could think was thank god man yeah yeah and you know and the thing is i really was going over there trying to defuse the situation. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like, hey, hey, how about I buy it? But these guys are not having any of it. And it just quickly escalated to that, to that level. Wow. And, you know, you, then you have to throw down this game on. Because I'm not going to, you know, these two guys, you know, you're not going to. Because you know how it is, man. You're not mm-hmm. going to leave a couple of Marines behind. And, and uh, yeah. And then, you know, I remember thinking to myself, man, of all the places we're down here in Wilmington, because Marines always getting scraps with each yeah, other. Yeah, Wilmington's just like not where you think you're yeah. going to take a baseball bat right, to the head. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, uh, we, well, we were in the parking lot, and obviously we too, must have been too close to their vehicle. And I don't know where the hell that part <laughs> – I don't know where the fuck the baseball bat came from, but I know where we're going to go. <laughs> like a Ron Burgundy <laughs> oh, anchor fight, anchorman fight. Dude, I just remember thinking to myself, like, you're an, like – you're an idiot, man. Like, and I just remember trying to, how am I going to explain this to Mary? Like, uh, yeah, so how the hell that works? I had to wear this, like, wrap around to kind of keep, you know, your ribs. Should have just know. called it your cummerbund. Cummerbund? Yeah. Just keeping it formal 24-7. Oh, dude. Like my medicinal cummerbund. It was, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's the thing is, you know, he talks about, too, to get back to Adrian real quick. He says, you know, you don't know. If you know, he's talking about this individual. If they have a gun, a knife, a weapon, so you don't know if you want to intervene because there's no one else to help you. You know, right, yeah. And that's kind of like in that situation too, where oh, well, I knew I had some friends, and then you have these two Marines. You figure they're not going to run; like they're going to appreciate somebody backing them up, and hopefully. Um, but that still turned out to be, you know, with some injuries, man. <laughs> so I mean, you've got to think a few steps ahead. And yeah. Plan for contingencies and all that stuff. That's... You do. Yeah, you need to have an egress plan. Uh. <laughs> That's the craziest thing is a lot of people don't realize that. People are so wrapped up with what their distraction is at the moment, yeah. that situational awareness and everything else. He seems like a pretty logical dude. Yeah. Obviously yeah. totally self-aware. He's analyzing everything and was saying, like, look, one guy had to do this to protect himself. All these other people were scared. He's like, somebody had to do something. Yeah. 
So he was he was playing he was probably playing scenarios over in his head and looking for his opportunity. Well, he didn't just jump on him right away. I mean, I think he assessed the situation yeah. probably extra long, and then the guy was getting somebody's face, and then he just he you know once he got his armor out, you know, he, and he sunk it in, he committed. That's the thing. He didn't half ass it. He yeah. was like. Phew. Because if that guy would have turned around on him, then guess what? Now you're in a brawl, you yeah. know, and you don't know how it's going to end up, you know. So especially with somebody either drunk or high, yeah, too, yeah, or PCB or angel dust take or some a other punch. crazy, or you know, meth head or something like that who's just going nuts, you know. Ugh. It's a crazy world, man. It is. So uh, again, shout out to Andrian, Andrian, Adrian Kazmarak. You're our uh, the Viking. Yeah, the Viking hero, crime fighter at night. <laughs> That's right. Personal trainer during the day. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Wow, what a wild story. Appreciate you sharing that, man. Yeah, man. Hey, don't forget, hit up beerarmy.org and uh, get more information on this story and uh, see Adrian's big old guns. He is a, he's a fitness instructor, so there you go. I don't know if that's your thing. but Or watch <laughs> this guy just get knocked out and choked out. Uh, Stick around because we're going to laugh our asses off. We've got some good stuff for you for Yikum to Sue because there's just a lot you can't make up. Hey, mothers, lock up your daughters. It's Mick Dagger and the General. Get her done, mama. Get her done. Hit her again, ma. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Beer Army engaged on Beer Army Radio. On the battlefield of beer, an informed soldier is a good soldier. Learn more about the Beer Army Foundation. Go to beerarmy.org. Get informed about beer, upcoming events, festivals, and community outreach that the Beer Army provides and supports. The revolution starts with you at beerarmy.org. Man, we are right at the deadline for scholarships for people to get those you know, applications in to try to get some some money for well, for and to continue their education. That's right, Mick. Mick's talking about our uh, Beer Army Foundation scholarship program. You can get more information by going to beerarmy.org slash scholarships. Your application needs to be either received or postmarked by tomorrow because that's March 31st. That closes out. We have three months where you can get your applications in. Um, I don't know why everybody wasted the last minute, but we were receiving a lot of applications. So if you haven't got a confirmation back uh, from somebody at Beer Army Foundation, don't worry, you will, because we're going through all the applications. Because, again, we get so many of them here yep. in these last couple of days or last week or so. So uh, just, just bear with us. So, And, of course, uh, pledge. That's what makes it all possible, people pledging their support, donating to the Beer Army Foundation. Pledging is like donating, but it's on a reoccurring basis. So uh, there you get some really cool stuff uh, for pledging. We have different levels. You can find out more information by going to beerarmy.org slash pledge. And, um, of course, our online store. And Absolutely. I, I know you're probably going to start throwing the, uh, the Thank God shirt because I don't have that up there. So that's like, <laughs> that's like a, that's an awesome shirt. Like the socks were my albatross around my neck for, I don't know, a couple weeks, maybe a month, maybe a month no, and the, a half. The, I don't thank know. God for beer shirts. Now your new <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, now that's my new one. So uh, I need to get that up there. So At uh, least you got your socks. <laughs> hey, you can get your socks too. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's some cool swag up there. And uh, definitely hit it up. That's beerarmy.org. And don't forget, seriously, really, if you have the opportunity and the ability to do so, definitely pledge because you're helping Beer Army do great things and, and uh, get these scholarships to these deserving degree seeking people. And if you are one, like Dustin said, you have till the 31st to have it postmarked and into us. So get all the information you need, beerarmy.org. And right now, well, we're not going to crack your ribs, but we might make your abs hurt. We, there's just some mm. stuff we uh, we want to talk about. It is just so outrageous. It made us laugh, if not just shake our heads. So it's time to yick them to Sue. <laughs> Dustin, you're a, you and I are of similar taste in music. 
Yeah, definitely. I would say. And uh, I know you're a fan of Puddle of Mud. Yeah, I like their I like their stuff. Uh, I haven't listened to anything new, but I would say you know, ten fifteen years ago when the, the one main album that hit the charts was really popular, I, I still listen to that from time to time. Well, I don't think you're going to be hearing anything new from them. Unless, oh, really? unless Wes Scanlon does like a solo acoustic gig or something. So booking him for our music event's not going to happen. Yeah, well, he's he's been on a downward... No, no, no. Okay. They're not going to make the event. <laughs> he might, but I don't think you'd like the result. He's been on like a downward spiral of a meltdown lately. Over the past, I don't know, two years, maybe even less, he's been arrested almost a, almost a handful of times. Okay. He's just been drunk and has just gone off on these rants on stage and just been stupid. And his hmm. bandmates, totally fed up. Okay. Totally fed up that they walked out on a recent gig of his. Just walked out. At a live event. Quit so, the band. So they're on the, they're on, they quit the band? Quit the band in so the middle of a show. So they're on stage jamming out and they're just like, fuck this, man. We're done. And this is the end result. You I thought it was my wife. band. Fuck you, wife. Fuck you! Has, uh, quit Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Stop playing with me! Fuck you! They stop playing with me! Fuck you! Is that not a surprise? Fuck you! <laughs> wow, there's an angry heckler in there. Really, I guess he really wanted to hear, hear "Blurry" it. by Puddle of Mud or something. But he didn't get to hear it, so he's blaming <laughs> um, Wes, huh? Uh, but yeah, but the dude's—he's left up there, sitting in a chair, shirtless, just totally drunk and confused. So it's kind of like a, my band, who I thought was my band, has left me. <laughs> so it's kind of like a Creed repeat meltdown thing, pretty much. But oh. his his I, I think is more drugs and alcohol related. The mental. <laughs> yeah, it's huh. um. It's sad. On one hand, it's hilarious. On the other hand, right. it's just sad that how it somebody comes down can to that get level. to that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's amazing how um, we as human beings have a um, unquenchable thirst for self destruction. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, holy crap! You can't even you can't stop somebody from you know just yeah just imploding. Man. Just walked out on him, man. Wow, wow. Ugh. I, I, this is crazy. Yeah, well, I tell you, it's about as crazy as this next story. Um, I don't, what I don't get here, I mean, it, it's a kind of a long story, and the story's ongoing because now there's some countersuits, and I keep following it. I'm sure we'll have an update on this story, but real quickly, I'm going to lay it out to you. Teacher at school has a phone, leaves it on desk, student accesses, accesses her phone, said phone, right? takes stuff off of it that doesn't really show her in the right way, i.e. new pics, and then blast it out, and she gets fired. She got Hasselhoffed. <laughs> is that what it is? It's kind of like what happened. Because uh, David Hasselhoff's daughter filmed him eating that hamburger drunk off the floor to show him that we don't like you drinking this much. Yeah. And one of her friends accessed her uh, phone is the one that posted it online. Well, anyways, give this a listen uh, and then we'll, uh, we'll discuss a little bit. We'll discuss. discuss. From his phone. Arthur had taken some Valentine photos for her husband, showing herself partially nude and accidentally left them on her phone. And then he had to um, hit my apps button and open up all my apps and then open my gallery. All this was done, Arthur says, while her phone was on her desk and she was out patrolling the halls during class change. He knows right and wrong. 
he knows that he, you know, he had the ultimate decision to take pictures of my, of my pictures, and he had the ultimate decision to send them out. The school district, Arthur says, is holding her responsible for the pictures getting out, saying she made her phone accessible. Where are you putting the moral of the student? Students here have started an online petition asking that Arthur get her job back. But at this point, she says she's not even sure she wants it. So, <laughs> so again, so she, what I love is she accidentally left on her phone. Well, come on. Yeah, why that, we that go jumped there? out at me, too. Is My it, point is. You forgot to delete them. Yeah. Or whatever. you were keeping them purposely. The, the bottom line is, I do agree, though, they're on your phone. They're your per, that's your personal property. Right. If you were to do that to a student, that would be a legal search and seizure type thing, you know. Mm -hmm. And so the student, while she was gone doing the hallway monitor thing or whatever, he opened up her phone, which I don't know why you wouldn't have your crap password protected, but okay. And went to her, you know, found these pictures, took pictures with his phone of those pictures and then blasted them out or whatever. And then this is where it gets confusing. She, one story is saying that she resigned over the nude photo, but then she's saying that she was being forced to resign. And, but now the school saying no, her resignation was her choice. And I don't know. Bottom line is, and again, this, this happened. Her name is Leah Ann Arthur. And she's taught for more than a decade in Union County, which is about 70 miles northwest of Columbia. So that's kind of just south of uh, Charlotte, you know, if you think of it that way. And this was a 16-year-old boy um, that was in her class that went to her desk. And the what's really cool, what, the thing I think is really cool, though, is the students all banding together thinking it's just, bullshit. Yeah, to support and, the teacher. Right, and signing a petition that had over 3,000 signatures. I do think it's also cool, the teacher, that she's saying that, um, she she forgives him. You know, she knows that he's. You know, he knows the right from wrong. She goes, but she says, and I quote, "He's 16." She said, "He's going to make stupid decisions. We all make stupid decisions when we're 16." So she's not like you know, but she's also saying like, "Look, he knows the difference between right and wrong at that point. You know, he should be held accountable too." You know, so well he should be. But I'm more frustrated with the school district and their stupid reasoning. She she made her phone accessible. Yeah, no, it's okay. okay. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. I, this I don't even want to get into that too much because I know there's gonna be some follow up to it. So I'm just waiting to hear the, the follow up on it. But okay, um, Dan, rather, <laughs> or do I call you Geraldo? No, yeah, call no, call me Jerry Springer, man. This is all Jerry Springerish. No, he may run for president. But uh, David Eubanks, he he's the one. He's this Union County School Superintendent, and you know he's saying that that Arthur shared the responsibility for the episode because she allowed students to use her phone in the past. I guess. So then I'm confused because I'm like, okay, but this is one incident. So now you're punishing her for passing incident. You know, like, I don't know. You know what I mean, dude? I don't know. So it's just kind of yeah. nuts. So, anyways. Well, I don't know how she gets, uh, you know, handles stress or whatnot. If she does chewing tobacco, she good thing she's not playing in the major leagues. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Major leagues and chewing tobacco, man. It's like, I remember being a kid, man. That's where you used to get the big league chew. Bubble gum, you know? That's you gum. Yeah, I know, but you get that chaw. Tobacco. Well, you're imitating having chewing tobacco. Well, Major League Baseball has uh, wants to ban all chewing tobacco from stadiums. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they do. Is yeah. the is the carpet cleaning bill getting too high or something for the artificial turf or something? I mean, <laughs> okay. It's been around. I mean, I think of chewing tobacco like peanuts, you know what I mean? And baseball. It, it, I just... It just it just does it just goes together. <laughs> All right, wait, nice Joe Durf reference right there. No, but Cubs manager Joe Madden really he had this to say 
in regard to uh, this Major League Baseball chewing tobacco ban. I'm not into over-legislating the, the human race. For me, I'm into education, educate the masses, and let everybody make their own decisions. That's what I'm about. Yeah, not into over-legislating the human race. Let people make their own decisions. Okay, but he's for or he's against? No, he's he's against it. Okay, that's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure. He says, let everybody make their own decisions. Let's not legislate the human race. Yeah. Players want to do chewing tobacco? Let them do chewing tobacco. Well, I mean, did Major League Baseball come out with the reason why they want to ban it? Other than they're trying There's, to... I'll think about it, man. It's one of those things where in this PC culture and everything wow. else, you, you if there's anything that's potentially harmful, and this is the thing that gets me, there's anything that's potentially harmful... Mm-hmm then no, there's no way that it should ever be acknowledged or referenced or seen or anything like that. Hmm. Like cigarette smoking. Yeah. Now chewing tobacco. But the craziest thing is, is there are people that, you know, have had, honestly enough, I'm just going to say it, it's the elephant in the room when it comes to conversation like this. Alcohol can have negative effects on people if oh, yeah. they abuse it and whatnot. But... Part of it, it's a free pass with the government on that because of money that comes into play with that. And, and well, I think, I think Major League Baseball, maybe they're trying to, because they have youth, you know, maybe they feel like trying to clean up the image. But, I mean, I agree. No, yeah, you're right. You know, I agree with you on some point. Uh, you know, when they're, when they're spitting on the field or whatever, maybe that just isn't the image that they want. Uh, you don't see them chugging a beer as they're running the bases or anything, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, they're selling in the stands, but, you know. <laughs> well, maybe they should ban spitting. Maybe it's not no, just chewing tobacco. Maybe they should ban spitting. <laughs> but the go. kicker here is here's what uh, Red, Sox, Red Sox star David Ortiz has to say. First-time violators are subject to a fine of up to $250. Well, players make enough money to pay for that. <laughs> okay. You never want to do anything against the law, but... When you are playing baseball at this level, guarantee that's the last thing you're thinking about, especially if you are addicted to it. Yeah. That's a good point if you're mm-hmm. addicted to it. You're going to chew it. Be, they don't care. They'll pay the fine. Yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah. But uh, it's it's nuts. I just find it really interesting. It's just one of those things where... Uh, well, I mean, it's like we got a lot of other bigger issues, you know. And the thing is, watch Congress will probably weigh in on it or some crazy shit because the way Major League Baseball and NFL and everything else, you know, how Congress gets involved with some of these issues, whether it's steroids or whether it's, I don't know. You're just like, what the hell, man? What are we doing? <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's crazy. It but is, I know Joe Madden nailed it. He's like, we don't need to be, you know, what did he say? Legislating people's yeah. lives. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. human behavior. Right. So, bam. I, 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 that's it. Blew my mind that there's that Major League Baseball would want to ban. Yeah, chewing tobacco would ban it, but yeah. you know, so be it. Whatever. <laughs> I just like the discourse it's generated. So there you have it. And if you want to keep the conversation going, definitely hit up uh, Beer Army. We have all the social avenues. You can find us on uh, Facebook. So definitely check it out there. Uh, hit up BearArmy.org. Get av- the access to the back catalog of episodes of Beer Army Engaged and uh, show notes from everything we talked about. And especially get uh, more information on Deep River Brewing Co. made of Johnston County in Clayton, North Carolina. And this awesome beer we partook in today. Part- partook, partook of. Partook in? Partook in. It's, uh, it's when you... Yeah. It's French. When you put a duck inside of a beer can. Now <laughs> 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 Mango Tango Foxtrot, the India Pale Ale. Absolutely delicious. So get all the information there. In the meantime, rounds out. Beer Army Radio.